Welcome to another edition of the Cuz I Have To podcast when living your dream, everybody say it together, is, is the, the only, only option. option. <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 70. And we bring back some of our guests because they go off and do amazing things. Are you someone that maybe something happened to you, you lost a job or life circumstances changed? And then you wanted to kind of change things up and you tried a bunch of things. Maybe they didn't all work, but you're looking to be inspired to keep going. Well, our next guest, we bring him on back. Ashok Bala has transformed his life inside out. And we are going to take a deep dive into Ashok Bala's brain and find out more. (laughs) You're intrigued, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Coming up next. Welcome to the Cuz I Have To podcast, where living your dream is the only option. We're your hosts. I'm Julie Slater. And I'm Jason Friday. And we've been scouring the earth for people living their dharma so we can share their stories with you. And hopefully we help you find your dharma. Let's do it. Okay, so tell us everything, Ashok. You know what I want to go back to is uh, just to give everyone a reference. So it was... For you, how many years ago? I don't know how much you want to get into super detail about anything, but uh, you know we could keep things, you know, not specific. But six or seven years ago, uh, we both lost huge full-time gigs. First, a show lost his, then I lost mine, and it did throw our lives into quite a spin. And uh, the first thing I wanted to bring up is that you and I both during our time off in the beginning applied to Trader Joe's and Whole Foods and we didn't get the jobs. I had this brilliant idea that it would be a lot of fun because, you know, every time I'm at Trader Joe's or Whole Foods, they're, you know, ringing bells at Trader Joe's. They're they're not doing the same thing all day. You know, Whole Foods at the time had uh, had a at a bar and I was like, oh, wouldn't it be fun to sit in Whole Foods and pour beer for people all day? Like, oh, yeah. Great idea. <laughs> the idea sounds very fun, I think, until we actually had to go in and clock in. Then I actually got a couple interviews at Trader Joe's and I failed to get the job. Yeah, no. <laughs> Whole Foods, I couldn't I couldn't get an interview. Oh, Whole Foods, I must say. I think they were going to hire me, maybe, but they wanted me to work weekends and I already had a weekend gig at KFI. So I was like, I can't do it. Um, but this is a funny example. I was just telling a friend who had an interview this week, you know, she didn't think it went that great. And I said, you know, what's funny that my Trader Joe interview couldn't have been, it's probably one of the best interviews I ever had. Like, you know, when you connect with the person and you're literally high-fiving them because you're like so in tuned and then, (laughs) and then you don't get it. No, even I was surprised. I remember you telling me about her and it was like, okay, are you guys, did you guys just become best friends? <laughs> Around that same time, I had what I thought was an incredible interview at Brooklyn Brewery, which another uh, would have been a great Dream. idea for me, right? Dream job. To work at a brewery. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. And I didn't get that job. They probably saw what I didn't see at the time. Oh. Like, yeah, we don't, we don't want this guy uh, <laughs> drinking want... everything on tap. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
tapping the kegs. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, you really have. I mean, gosh, I've known you for a very long time, and and I think I can openly say you, know, you spent some time being angry. And well, <laughs> oh, what was the um, you were doing? Wasn't it a documentary? Uh, what was it called back in the day? It was about irritation. Oh, irritation. I don't know what? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to get into yeah. it, but, yeah. but, uh, was very angry. Yeah. Yeah. You, it was almost like a, a great release, an anger release. We're talking about 2005 here. It was a long time uh, ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A while ago. Anyway, I just wanted to point out like, you've really become a different person in so many ways. And I want you to kind of, if you can, walk us through why, why and how you think all of this worked out for you. Because I know a lot of people who are really interested in transforming their life and they hire a lot of coaches and they go to a lot of programs. I myself, you know, did the whole transformation coaching program with Jim Fortin. And I guess, how'd you, you know, how'd you do it? What inspired you? What, how would you say your life is so different now? I, I guess maybe start there. Like how was it before and how is it now? Well, I was creating chaos. You know, I, I, I had a drinking problem that was, you know, unchecked. And, uh, and so when, when you don't really accept your, your really strong denial, you don't really, you know, have clarity. So you're like, oh, it's fine. I got it under control. Meanwhile, there's chaos that's happening in your entire life because you don't have it under control. So, uh, when, you know, now it's just, just past the two year mark alcohol free. Oh, and, wow. you know, uh, we talked about it in the last time I was on your podcast, how, you know, it is uh, it, the methodology. You're not like every day. It's not like, oh, I wish I could drink. Oh, I miss it so much. It's not that at all. So it's just kind of like, wow, two years. Amazing. I'm not, uh, you know, right, pining. But maybe if someone someone might be listening, going through drinking issues. It was a it was a book or a video that you. It was a book to- called Alcohol Lied to Me by a guy named Craig Beck, who's actually a British radio guy. So for a radio nerd and professional, it's great to hear from another one who uh, had a chaotic life in the UK and figured out how to fix it and decided to become a motivational speaker. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I dig it. I have heard a lot so, about, I was just going to say that um, when I was working with Jim Fortin, he wasn't totally into the AA uh, philosophy because he felt like the AA philosophy does make you label yourself an alcoholic and almost like every day you have to decide whether you're not going to drink sort of thing. And I mean, I'm generalizing this big time, but I feel like your philosophy in that book was something Jim also was teaching that it is about just deciding you're no longer doing that. And so that one time and then you're not you're not debating over it every day. Right. And even, you know, in the beginning when it's all so new and weird, you know, it's not like, all right, well, this is not forever. You know, I could always say, uh, screw it. I'm going to, you know, but then it it all sinks in so well that you're just every day you're like, yeah, no, this is good. I'm going to stick with this. And, you know, I, I was, uh, I stopped what February, 2020. So like a month before the pandemic. And then, you know, when, when everything started going to hell, I'm like, I could easily start drinking, but nah, let me just, let me just see if I can keep this going. And I did. Wow. Yeah, that's um, good, It's man. funny that you mentioned anger because I've, I've started to, uh, this, you're, you're going to laugh now. 
I've been listening to books about anger and how to let go of things. <laughs> what, in the, what in the hell is happening? Who the hell are you? Look, I've known Ashok for almost eight years, and, and even I'm like, dude, this guy is fucking Are you meditating? Around. Julie, do you remember how many times you would, you would say to me, like, you got to let that go. Anger is poison. And I'd just be like, no, anger fuels my resentment. <laughs> I need it to, and it's like, why, 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 why do I need to be so angry? It's really not. It's not a good way to be. Wow. Yeah. It's. I think this is just getting older and and maturity. I don't know. I I've been I've been I've been very angry for a long time. Wow. And maybe it's maybe it's old. <laughs> you broke up with anger. We could say that. Sure. Wow. A divorce. Sorry. Even. I'd anger. say it's a divorce. Yeah. And you took the kids. <laughs> yeah, it, I tell you, though, spin drift. I'll be sitting here thinking about things, and I'll get worked up, and I'm like, "Why am I getting worked?" Up? First of all, that was a long time ago. Who cares? Second of all, more importantly, who cares? Like, uh, live in the present, forget the past, you know. But I have to. This is why I'm trying to listen to these books now because I need need to learn the methods to do that. You know what's amazing? Because we all did, uh, we're using a video on this, and we all blurred out our background. You kind of look like a monk right now. <laughs> yeah, you do. Like you're, you are literally going to start chanting and saying. Because there's so little things. hair on my head at this point, <laughs> it's disappearing. It's, le- it's it's going with the anger. <laughs> oh my gosh! So I guess would it's kind of hard to explain. I get to people sometimes. I would think that what spurred all this but it just maybe enough's enough you turned a corner you said maybe aging yeah i mean also just uh geez yeah what what exactly it's just the clarity you get from you know being clear-headed i guess yeah well you you used to hate the clarity yeah i i needed to (laughs) um i needed to be in an altered state to tolerate things i guess I uh, I hated a lot of things, you know, when you have to play the same songs. I mean, it's not that simple. It's not about the same songs over and over. It's not about the band Train or Maroon <laughs> oh, 5, yeah. but it's like... Well, hold on. Are you or sure DJ Khaled. <laughs> what? Say what? I said, wait a minute. Hold are you on. sure about that? Ashok I mean, isn't a fan of Train. We should just put that out there. Yeah. Look, when, yeah. you know, I mean, when, when you have to play music that you really don't like and you have to be excited about it and, th- and that's your living you're kind of backed into a corner like you know i don't know but it's silly when you think about it that way like we're professionals we're supposed to be able to deal with that but i I guess maybe i wasn't i wasn't that professional i don't know (laughs) that's pretty funny yeah that is um i also wanted to get into uh, you had a lot of, and you know again we don't have to go to into specifics so much but besides trader joe's you had a lot of opportunities that didn't happen, which oh, led yeah. to where you are now. How, how are your, like, in the moment, you could be so angry, like, I, I can't believe that didn't happen, or upset. But now, looking back, um, Ashok has landed a fantastic position at uh, 880 News. And then this York. is, basically, this is a dream job, anchoring the news. There's... I was trying to figure out how many stations in the country exist that do what WCBS in New York does and 1010 wins, which is, you know, the same company. It's it's under 10. I think in the whole country, there's not even 10 radio stations that are news 24 hours a day. You know, granted, 
880 also has the Mets and some specialty programming. 1010 Wins is actually all news all the time, but, uh, you know, pretty much all news. And it's, yeah, very few stations and it's a dream job. And yet it's like there have been times in my career where I thought I was going to work somewhere going back to like 1996. I was supposed to work in Washington, D.C. at one point, Philadelphia. Oh, really? You know, all these things would have changed everything. We might I never would have gotten to K-Rock if those gigs happened. We ne- we wouldn't be talking right now. The yeah. entire course of history would be changed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I applied trippy, for a job once in Gainesville, Florida. Imagine that worked out. What's the, the only good thing about Gainesville, Florida? Tom, Tom Petty's born there. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was going to say, come on. <laughs> that's the only reason. I know that. That's the only reason yeah. I uh, actually uh, went to the interview. Um, <laughs> for, this was for Tom Petty. <laughs> this is for Tom Petty. I wanted to live in his hometown, even though he was living in L.A. at the time, I believe. Yeah, what else was I going to say about um, just a lot of opportunities not ha- oh my gosh! Remember you you love so I'm from Detroit, and Ashok loves to visit Detroit. But you were like maybe Helmut was it Kalamazoo? Isn't that a big beer town or something? Grand Rapids. Oh, Grand Rapids. I did a trip in uh, <laughs> yeah, 2019. I was like, I'm going to drive to Grand Rapids. I'm going to see if I like this as much as I like Detroit. Because, you know, every radio station I've approached in Detroit is ignoring me. Maybe Grand Rapids is more my speed. I I, I was I was standing in a condo <laughs> in, in Grand Rapids like, and, and the you know, the, the building, whatever, realtor, I don't know what, I don't remember who this person was. And they're like, so what do you think? When are you planning to move? And I'm just like, I really don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know what I'm thinking. Let me go to another brewery. And uh, yeah, it was just silliness. Uh, and especially, you know, how many stage, how many jobs just completely ignore you when you apply. But I never actually tried to apply to anything in Grand Rapids after that trip. I was like, I think I'm being silly. Let me go home. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. At one point, your dream was maybe to go to Grand Rapids and just work at a brewery. Right. And that you were done. You were retiring. I don't I dude. I was I was thinking about going (laughs) upstate to, you know, somewhere in the Hudson Valley and, you know, just hiding. (laughs) I like that idea, though. The Hudson Valley sounds very tranquil. I kind of like that. Yeah, it's very nice. But uh, you got you got New York City in your blood. Do you think you'll ever leave? Well, you live in Brooklyn, right? Well, that's just it. It's like every time I've tried, you know, how many cities have I over the years tried to approach professionally? Los Angeles, uh, Chicago, Seattle, Boston, Detroit, and everyone either just ignores you or you know, <laughs> like, OK, yeah, I guess I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. And now with this job, like, oh, yeah, I'm not I'm I've. I turned off, you know, that thing on LinkedIn open to work oh, yeah. and uh, and all that. Oh, yeah, I turned yeah. all that off. I'm like, I don't want any more job emails. Stop it. No, done. Yeah. That's a nice feeling. Yeah. Mm. I will say, though, the Hudson Valley area, who who was it that lives up there? I mean, it looks like a freaking Hallmark movie. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, this looks so peaceful. Can you imagine you live inside like, of a Hallmark movie? Yeah. That would have been nice. You know what's funny? I- I still would love, you, you know, still get a house to, there and have could still go yeah. live there and just commute in. But, you know, a friend of mine lives in Westchester, only 35 miles from where my office is. And it's like he is in traffic for three hours sometimes to and from. Mm, that no. sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. And I was thinking about going farther than 35 miles. I don't know. The, the real problem is, you know, suburbia, all the all the uh, property values are insane. Yeah. Crazy high because yeah. people escape the cities throughout Rona yeah. Pani. And uh, yeah, 
stupidity. Well, it's yeah. everything's inflated. Yeah, no, that's right. That's it. Like, I mean, the valley here, which would be the suburbs, you know, the valley was the cheap place to live and to get out of the city. This would have now, been, yeah, it's like equally as expensive. It would have been a totally insane. Would have been a brilliant move in 2019, and now it's like, eh. No, that's right. Yeah. 2019 would have been the final year to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're now. Who knows when it's gonna when this will change around? I have no idea. Yeah, it's totally pretty insane. wild. Yeah. So, what would be your big advice for someone looking to transform their life inside out? I guess guru. First, they gotta identify what's that? I said guru. First, identify. Yeah, guru. <laughs> identify what is uh, what is causing all the problems right you know like if you don't know or you're in some sort of state of denial then you're not going to be able to do anything about it you have to be ready you have to have the right mindset and actually be willing to try completely different things yeah i was going to say you have to be willing to confront it right which is the opposite of denial you need to actually be able to look at it and accept it and go cool what's the reality here what is this yeah which a lot of people can't do i mean I, that's everybody we're humans yeah. it's yeah it's you know? really difficult it's um yeah. but then you know it gets when when you start on uh sounds so cheesy when you start on your journey it's like uh <laughs> it kind of gets easier everything's like oh you know yeah, everything what, falls into place would you say guru yeah what show? was i making such a big deal over that you know like so silly what do i care about that it's dumb is it true you have yeah. a lady friend as well uh, yes, it's. Uh, what in the hell I is know. happening? Crazy. I know who the mother. <laughs> all right, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Have you introduced her to the old you at all? Shown her a photo book like this was me when I was insane. <laughs> no, insane might be a little accurate. I mean, I was going to say harsh, but no. Uh, yeah, I don't think uh, she would believe it. Well, if she's listening, I just want to tell her that you were still lovable. At an arm's length. <laughs> That's sweet. Yeah, I would. Still Maybe one of the nicest, kissy. nicest things you've ever. <laughs> you've ever said. I feel like we're just like bashing. This is the Stern Show 2.0. Yeah, right. <laughs> just, it's not a bash, though. No, it's I mean, really... You really. It's why I wanted you back because I mean, honestly, yeah. I will say, uh, I'm I'm doing a lot of the same as far as being open. Like, I feel like a big part was. You were open to move to Grand Rapids if it worked out, if something, you know, when you were there, maybe something would have happened that would have made you stay or the Hudson yeah. Valley. If that worked out easily, maybe you would have done sure. it. So, I mean, that's kind of what I'm I'm doing a lot of is just really not I'm trying I'm not attaching to things and and being open to what I feel is going to happen. I do believe in the universe and things happen for a reason. And, and I just feel like you're a big example of once they do start working, things just fall into place. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's hopeful and it, it's great. Insight. And it sounds as cheesy as everything happens for a reason, but Oh man, I'm so glad I didn't get, offered that job I was uh, going after in the Hudson Valley. Yeah. No need to be specific about anything, but oh my God. Yeah. That would have been all Dude. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not even kidding, man. That would have been completely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. What a difference. And it's just one in a long line of things that I thought I wanted and went after and it didn't work out. And yeah. now we know why. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to work out. 
Yeah. So when- And it's always been in the back of my mind when something in recent years hadn't worked out. I think back to 1996 when I was supposed to work in Philly or D.C. and someone potentially stopped that from happening. And like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Because I ended up in 19, at the beginning of 1997, back in New York on 105.1, which at the time was the buzz, which led to K-Rock. Nice. Right. K-Rock and New was supposed York to. City with Howard Stern. I would imagine if I was in, I mean, nothing against Philly or yeah. DC, but I didn't want to be there. No. I needed to come home. I'm from New York. Right. Yeah, I was going to say. Born and raised. Style. But at the time, yeah. I would have loved to go to Philly and DC. Yeah. That station in Philly was a powerhouse at the time. And the DC the DC station ended up crashing and burning. Actually, they both crashed and burned, but so many stations crashed and burned in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. And they still do. No. I was going to say, and they still yeah. are. Hang on a sec. <laughs> Not yeah. just the 90s. What yeah. about 2K and today? Yeah. Are they, variety is, this the, of, uh, is this the aughts or is that just 2000? The what now? Uh-huh. Isn't the aughts? 2000 or something i've heard that term yeah i, don't yeah, like I know it. they i think radio says 2k oh 2k i haven't Remember heard that. I, the best variety of the 90s 2k <laughs> and today maybe oh, that's you know why what? i have yeah. a problem uh, yeah saying that <laughs> yeah no, well okay well that's what started the problem <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's what multiplied. I feel like train had an influence. Train had an influence on your anger. What was your uh, least favorite train song? Was it uh, not Drops of Jupiter? I still like Drops of Jupiter. No, look, Drops of Jupiter is like the Beatles compared to the song about the two ply hefty bag. (laughs) Just a shy guy looking for a two ply hefty bag to hold my love. Now, if you're listening to this thinking. This guy's making up lyrics. Uh, the lyrics. Look up train drive by. Maybe give that a listen and maybe yeah. then take uh, your speaker and throw it out the window because <laughs> it's tainted forever. Is... And if that doesn't do it for you, try Hey Soul Sister. Oh, yeah. oh God. One. You know, what's so sad is that that's the only one that I know because they overplayed oh, it. Everywhere. You know, Drops of Jupiter. And even I know, though but it, don't remind even me. Though, <laughs> no, Drops of Jupiter is a good song and I still love it. Even though it does have questionable oh, lyrics. Good... Is that the one uh, about the chicken? So- and soy latte. The best soy latte yeah. that you ever had, and me. Yeah. Tell no. me. Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. That's a good song, though. But I, I try to ignore it. It's something about chicken. Yeah. Look, Pat Monahan does amazing Led Zeppelin covers. He is you a great vocalist. He came, oh yeah. He showed up at K Rock. He did it on Kane's show, and then uh, Howard caught wind of it, and then suddenly he became. The band Train became a friend of Howard's because yeah. they did Led Zeppelin covers, and then yeah. they've been on the show a zillion times since. Did you know Pat? Oh, oh my gosh! Did sad. we ever talk about this? That Pat Monahan was uh, in a Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh my god! Of course he was. was. <laughs> that, is that surprising? <laughs> after a after this a year, lyric about a hefty year, bag. This past year, yeah. Yeah, funny. yeah, it was it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> I gotta look up those videos of him doing Zeppelin because oh, yeah. sadly you're not no, wrong. His, he, his vocals, is fantastic. You know, yeah, calling yeah. all angels. Let me let me say that's that's a pretty good song, right? Calling all angels. We can give him some credit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how about yeah, um, like... Meet Virginia? That's okay oh, too, yeah, right? Meet... Yeah, that is a nice song. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. Whole... Okay. All right. Never mind. I, I do know their song. I still wouldn't put them on on purpose. But if they came on, I wouldn't. Do you remember there? Do you remember that moment in time where if we would be at a, a restaurant or bar or something, oh, yeah. a train song, and I'd run be out. like, I would be like, I'll be back in three minutes and 33 seconds. And I would leave. I would leave the place. 
I couldn't take it. All the memories. Oh my god. Oh the memories. Yeah. That's too good. Man, I wish I wish I was around for those times. Because yeah. it just would have <laughs> You saw some of them. Sure. I did see some, you're right. But those specific oh, ones, like I want, I want to be in a New York diner with you, where you're like, "All right, let's eat." Oh, I'll be back in three minutes, and, <laughs> three and a half minutes. <laughs> We're about okay. All right. It could be averted if I if I asked for the song to be skipped. Sometimes they would do it. Yeah, the old that, that sometimes. Okay, uh, well, we are super happy for your transformation. Uh, we are yeah. now at the point in the program uh, where it's five o'clock somewhere. The sober edition. Okay, are you ready, Ashok Bala, Guru Ashok? Sure. I hear that music. It's funky. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Actually, uh, question number one. You can have a lifetime supply of one thing for the rest of your life. What is it? That's vague. You mean like... uh, I'm not giving any parameters on this. Okay, how about vacation? (laughs) That's a good answer. Good answer. I like it. I would also love that as well. Okay, me. Question too. number two. Okay, we know you're a big time news guy, right? But imagine this: you're back on the air as a DJ for one song, any format. What song do you play? Tool. And what do you say into it? Anima. Remember Tool? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. That song. I don't know. It's it's one of the. There were a lot of those songs from the K Rock days where it's like you would just fire it and start talking up the intro and i would get chills every time yep like oh yeah because nobody else was playing these songs it's not like when you're when i'm getting chills just thinking about it like pop music how many stations playing the same songs sometimes at the same time yeah right we were unique yeah yeah we were just listening to tool a week or two ago and just really oh it, it brings me back to the early days of my radio career and it's still it's still break it it brings me back to an overnight shift and I'm looking outside of you know New York City and then you're playing Tool and you're just like this is badass. That's the Q104.3 <laughs> story. I love that story where you were just like uh, nope I'm leaving full time for yeah. one shift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was the right move. Yep. Okay uh, question it. number three. Oh. Uh, the best and worst thing about New York uh it's everything that is the best thing is the worst thing like the subway there's no better way to get around and it's the depths of hell it is the worst place on earth but you know uh when it works door to door from this door to work 35 minutes you can't beat that wow no you cannot man holy shish kebabs that's amazing but yeah, it's it's wow. also you know it needs uh, it's it's, it, it's in worse shape than it's uh, been in since the '90s. It, the city's a mess. I'm hoping the new mayor is uh, gonna follow through on it. He's saying all the right things. Is he gonna do anything? Yeah. It's it's only been a month and a half. He started to complain about his press coverage. That was a fun story we uh, <laughs> we did all day Tuesday. The mayor's only been on the job for a month and a half, and he seems really upset with his media coverage. Here's our reporter with more. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Um, he seems like a cool guy. Uh, question so. number four. He's got swagger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. All right, number four. Name the one superpower you wish you had. I guess flying. Because then you wouldn't That's need good... to take the train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you, would have, you wouldn't have to listen to them either. So you win. If you could twice. fly four miles to work, the commute would be like two minutes, right? Yeah. 
And you'd have Steve Miller Band or the Seal on instead of Train. I don't or know about train. Steve Miller Band. Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's that all about? We're- Dude, Gary Malibre, have you ever heard of his drumming? It's <laughs> yeah. insane. Yeah. It's like my dad's good friend from high school. He's one of the greatest in-the-pocket drummers you've ever heard. I'm remembering <laughs> Seal's version of Fly Like an Eagle now. That was good. It was good. Yeah. He killed it. He's good. I think he's underrated. Oh, he was. He got so much airplay in the 90s and then just vanished, right? Yeah. I don't get yep. it. That's right. I I don't know. Sad. Okay. Um, okay. Question number five. Uh, name the biggest thing you are most grateful for i guess uh modern medicine i'd be dead i would have died in 2007 or maybe a year later or two years later i think uh, vaccines are amazing i don't understand why these people uh who are i don't know were they not given the the vaccines at birth are they going to bring back smallpox is that what's coming up in the future of the u.s we're going to bring back polio i don't know maybe why why would you i mean i think i kind of know this but why would you have died oh i had uh i i had to have i was born with mitral valve prolapse which was is a very common it's like a heart murmur it's not a big deal for most people they live their whole lives but i was in a small percentage that um needed the valve to be repaired because it was leaking and regurgitating all genetic I would say to my doctors, are you sure I didn't do anything to cause this? And I've always been honest with my doctors. They're like, you ever done crystal meth? No, no, I haven't. Okay, then you you, did, you didn't cause this. This is all genetic. <laughs> yeah. And so they repaired it and uh, it was a perfect repair. That's It's like we're living in New York and you guys are in LA. We, we're around the best doctors and healthcare in, in the world. Like, yeah, that's, that's a miracle. Modern medicine's a miracle. You know, we're, in the past, what what was the lifespan? People would be dead in their 40s, right? Or 50s. Yeah. We weren't supposed yeah. to live until, as long as we do now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, right. I know. 50s was like, oh, you're old. You made it far, friend. My back hurts. I'm trying to address that now. That's the next <laughs> thing. Physical therapy okay. is coming up. There you go. All right. Hashtag I'm old. doing it too. Yeah. Okay. We've <laughs> gotten to the point where we're talking about our health issues. I think it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Welcome I'm to the stuck. senior edition of the Cause I Have To podcast. I don't like pop music in my back hurts. And the kids are We're going, loud. Going Shut to up. the doctor is the only option. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I could give you something called OC. It stands for OxyContin. <laughs> oh, oh, snap. Have you seen Dope Sick we yet? We just started with- watching course, Dope dude. Sick. But uh, I'm going to yeah. cut this off because we're wrapping up this podcast. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Ashok Bala. Uh, congrats on all that you've done. And uh, you're now on eight, 880, it is, correct, in New York w- City? CBS, News Radio 880, yes. All right. Uh, congrats on the gig. Congrats on your transformation. And thank you for yeah. coming on the pod. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. Give me a kiss. <laughs> Welcome to the Afterpod, where we talk about our guest after they leave the room. That was Guru Ashok Bala. Namaste. Namaste, Ashoki. Namaste. Uh, I was going to get into it. You know, I feel I was a little bit of an influence on him, maybe in a positive way. You were. He would. It's possible. He would give you the street cred. I am one of the people who helped, you know, got him to. uh, I was doing news. Our life is very much. mirrored it 
our careers have mirrored each other. He lost a huge job. I lost a huge job. And then I got into news. He got into news. Interesting things happening. It's very interesting. Yes. But also, I always would tell him the whole, when he was very angry, the old saying, you know, um, when you hold on to anger, it's like drinking poison, hoping to kill somebody else. Yeah. It doesn't work. It kills you. No, it, kills it, you deep it totally does. Um, yeah, no, ha- storing up anger. I, I feel like I, <laughs> this is putting myself down, but I feel like I've become more angry. But really, I feel like that started when, you know, the injury happened. Because mm. then you become... Your ankle. Yeah, and you just, you, you can't do anything. So that probably well, brings a little frustration and upset. Which then could be a little angry. Well, and I think it's something you need to deal with. Yeah. You need to figure out. I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the you know pandemic happens and you're like, cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> double dosing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Rank and ankle pandemic. Mm-hmm. Although it was a good time to it, have a broken ankle. Hey, you know, I know. Maybe not for me. No. I had to do all the grocery it shopping. It was, I've, you know... <sighs> I bless. That'll just make you more angry. I, yeah, yeah, it will. <laughs> Don't do it. But anyway, um, it's really great to see, you know, how far a show has come, and yeah. he's super positive. And we even worked on, um, we worked on a project together, which I hope uh, we did a bunch of demos with some company that I hope that uh, ends up working out because it was really fun to work with a show. We may find out pretty soon if something happens with that, but uh, I, I think it will. Neat. You guys are really good at it, and you I know think... what I should say in the. Uh, what were you gonna say? Something? No, I was gonna say I just think I think that everybody, uh, you know, the other the people who listen in the public and whatever, it it makes sense. They enjoy yeah. it, you know. But I was gonna say uh, if Ashok listens to this, so I was brought in on a project, and they were like, "Hey, we really want you to pick a co-host," and. I thought, hmm, because, you know, Ashok, <laughs> Ashok has a past of being angry. And I was like, how is he going to be to work with? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was a little scared, but I still selected him yeah. because he's so good. And in the end, it was really fun and it all worked out. I was going to say, you've anyway, known each I, other long enough. You've been friends yeah. long enough. Which, again, right, maybe the scared part is like, yeah, you have the history of, of being around that stuff, too. But. I mean, he's like a freaking newborn. He, should we put the filter song on? I feel <laughs> I'm like a newborn a now. Newborn. That's a great song. That is. Do we get copyright infringement just by talking, talking about, about it? I don't think so. Yeah. I think if you play it, I think you're allowed to talk, you know, free. I mean, in movies and that in TV, you can't. You oh, can't no. even like, I don't know. You might be able to talk about the song, but you certainly couldn't have sang it like you just did. Oh. Yeah. So zip it, Friday. Uh, it's a zip new it. song that I wrote, copywritten yes. 2022 or 2022. Right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, it was really great to see uh, all the places, all the things that are happening for Ashok. He even yeah. has a lady friend, Jen, if you're listening, little wink to you. You seem <laughs> awesome. Yeah, you, she does. I hope I, yeah. you know, one day. Can't wait to meet you one day soon. Yeah. We haven't been to New York in quite some time. That's because this July really, will be four freaking years. That's insane. You know, I lived in New York and uh, gosh, 
it doesn't there's yeah. a the pandemic really i mean with detroit i'm from detroit and i hadn't been home in two years that's so crazy not not going to new york for four years the problem now is that we had a lot of friends leave la so we have all these people that we need to visit i still haven't visited jamie and atlanta heather Sierra and, and Brayden. annabelle island oh yeah, yeah. um Sierra, Braden, Colorado. Yeah. A lot of places. No, I know. We gotta get our trip on. We better, as my dads and uncles say, you better get your shit together, bro. (laughs) (laughs) They've been saying that literally for, I think, 60 years or something. That's funny. Oh, right. We're supposed to have Uncle. We have to work on getting Uncle Bob on the podcast. That's right. We do. Yeah. We need, yeah. We gotta get Uncle B. Okay, guys. Um, Thank you for tuning in. Uh, another great episode with Ashok Bala on the Cause I Have To podcast. Thanks for listening. Love you all. Thanks for listening to the Cause I Have To podcast. The best way you can help us is share the show. Tell people about it. Share it with your friends on your socials and also leave us a great iTunes review. Just Google Cause I Have To podcast iTunes. Go to the bottom of the page and there's your review section. Make it good, will ya? Find us on Instagram at Cause I Have To podcast. And email us, especially if you know someone living their dharma and you think they'd be a great guest on the show. It's cause I have to podcast at Gmail. And oh, we do love those voice messages. You can leave us one at anchor.fm slash cause I have to. Keep living those dreams, friends, because you have to. Till next time.